You're listening to Club Thrive, the podcast with me, Kate Sterling. The podcast that helps ambitious, creative women stop surviving so they thrive personally and professionally. Improve your self-belief, your confidence, and dare to be seen, heard, and valued just the way you are. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Club Thrive, the podcast. I'm quite proud of myself today. I've managed to do this at 3.15pm in the afternoon rather than about 9pm at night. So hopefully um, they'll have less trip ups over my own words. And I've just also recorded a podcast with Tom Marion, who runs One Element, which is a training company I used to work for. So it feels very great to be fitting in two podcast episodes today uh, in Sienna's nap time. (laughs) So I will try and well, make this as valuable as possible, as I always do. So thank you so much for your rates, reviews, your shares, your listens. Um, I really appreciate them. I love to have you here. If you do ever have topics that you would like help with when it comes to your self-belief, your confidence, whether it's with, you know, um, feeling like you're able to be better at your job or be better in meetings or to have more confidence in auditions or to generally feel better about yourself as a whole then please come and message me on instagram um i'm at club thrive underscore i do also have a personal page kate sterling one as is often the case when you're trying to juggle all the the pieces of the pie yourself um i mainly am on club thrive and uh, I'm constantly trying to evolve my social media, to be honest. So I do appreciate the likes and the shares on there. It really helps to help other people as well to get, you know, get to know the podcast, helps other people to benefit from it, uh, has that real ripple effect for everyone else around you and helps to build this incredible thriving community, which is really starting to come together. This is episode 11 as I'm recording it now, which means we've been doing the podcast now for nearly three months, which is amazing. And you know, I really celebrate that because sometimes it can be very easy for us to keep focusing on the things we haven't done yet. And that links in nicely to today's episode subject, which is how to stop self-sabotaging, which is quite a massive topic, really. And I'll try and keep it as succinct and to the point as possible um, so that you've got some tangible tips, regardless of your situation, um, whether it's with your health or your nutrition, whether it's with how you've you're thinking about yourself whether it's with your work whether it's with just general social situations um so that you've got a couple of tools up your sleeve to push through because self-sabotage is often as a result of trying to stay in the same place (laughs) so what happens when you decide that you want to make a change is you make this great intention that you want to let's just use movement and exercise as a as an example you want to start training more regularly you want to start getting back into your exercise regime or whatever you want to see it as and you set a plan up and you're like, right, I'm going to go every day this week and I'll go for two weeks. And at the end of it, I want to lose half stone. And so to begin with already, there's been these massive expectations that you've set upon yourself. And it's almost as though you're setting yourself up potentially for failure. And this is one of the first steps with self-sabotage is to realise when you're setting goals and intentions and visions for yourself, where they are achievable, where they're stretch goals, so where they're really kind of pushing you to where you want to go versus what is really actually not achievable in the time frame that you want to achieve it. And sometimes we don't know these things until we do like uh, 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 until we are unable to achieve these things. So until we we do realise that maybe we've set the goalposts a bit too far um, or whether there are elements of actually we need some more support to help us, whether it is having it someone there to be accountable with you. 
Um, and so, you know, when it comes to setting really good intentions, sometimes we set ourselves up for self-sabotage before we've even got going. Now, what I would say is that I've started noticing from listening to some of my podcast episodes is that sometimes I start a thought and then I completely change the thought halfway. And what I'm trying really hard to do right now is to continue a thought right to the end so that I get to the end of the point. What I feel like I've just done with that, I feel like I started somewhere else and we ended in a different place. If that just happened, I'm really sorry. It's something that I've become more conscious of as I listen to my episodes back, which I do for kind of my own self-quality control. Um, so apologies if that just happened. And if it didn't, then apologies that I've even made up an apology about something that didn't even happen. Um, so going back to that whole concept of, you know, deciding that you want to make a change and it's a really great thing, maybe that you want to start to feel fitter and stronger again. And this happens so much in a training environment because you have an idea in your head as well of what you want to look like at the end of it. And it's really hard to replicate and make our bodies look exactly like we want them to. Um, you know, it can take years of training. It takes a lot of discipline, uh, you know, with nutrition. If you want to physically change, I'm just kind of talking about here if you want to change from a compositional perspective, for example. And so there has to be an expectation then that actually sometimes if you want to actually get the end goal, whether it's a fitness goal or whether it is a career goal, sometimes actually there might be things that you can't continue to have or that you have to sacrifice essentially to be able to get what you want and so it's about weighing up what's more important to you is it more important that you do want to change your body into a physical appearance for example and therefore you are happy to maybe drink a little less during the week or um, spend a bit more time making sure you're getting protein in every meal for example or is it that actually you'd rather be able to still go out go out and really you know enjoy and eat exactly what you want and drink what you want and train every now and then without that focus and so it's about getting really clear as well on what you want rather than what the shoulds of society says or what the shoulds of your friends make you feel or what you believe is right based on everyone around you and I think in the creative industries especially it's so it's challenging to balance that because we're surrounded by you know like the success in our industry when you achieve great things, it has a look, there is a polishedness to it. There is the glitz and the glam and the Hollywood and the you know, award ceremonies. And so what we see is a very polished product. And what you don't see are the sacrifices, are the hard work, or are the choices that have been put in, um, that have been made, or um, you know, the things that people have had to let go of. Maybe they've not had as much time with their children as they would have liked because they've had to be off working or um, working out all the time. And so actually it's about finding a really healthy balance for you so that you're not in a position where you do keep basically self-sabotaging as a way of saying, well, look, I told you I couldn't get there. And this is well as is as well where your awareness around your belief system, around what you think about yourself, about what you're kind of going into those uh, changes in your what what's in your mind as you go into those changes, so that you can be aware of any limiting beliefs that are already there before you get going. So, say for example, you, I'm just going to try and use a different analogy here because I use fitness a lot and what I don't want you to think is that I like you have to change your body to look a certain way to be successful I don't think that's true and I think that it's super 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 important that you get to a place where you feel as comfortable and strong and powerful in your body as possible rather than trying to make it look a certain way and you know this is something that I have learned I talked about it quite a lot in previous episodes from literally going down to skin and bone with an eating disorder I was still incredibly unhappy I have booked the most work ever this year in my whole acting career because I feel confident in my body. I am 
calm and grounded in myself most of the time. And I also feel like I enjoy going out there as an actor or into a space as myself, whereas I never used to feel that. And I truly believe that when you create that energy in yourself of that self-belief, of that confidence, of that deep connection to what's important to you, actually it doesn't matter so much about your physical appearance because you have that energy then that people want to be around. They want to be with you. They want to be a part of you. They want to tap into your knowledge and your experience and your skills and your your energy, um, preferably without draining your energy, but they want to be a part of your world. And so this is why actually your physical appearance really is just like at the very end of of an outcome but the parameters and the things that come from training and from looking after yourself and from exercise and the things that that will give you are the valuable components of that so rather than it being about well I need to train as much as I can and do as much exercise as possible and eat as restrictively as possible to look a certain way because that's going to get me the work that's going to leave you tired miserable it's going to leave you in not great health it might even leave you slightly malnourished and you're not going to be able to turn up and do the best work so it's about finding that balance between look there's nothing wrong with wanting to change your body there is really nothing wrong with saying I want to get fitter I want to get stronger I want to whether it is lose weight or gain weight or build muscle or whatever it is there's nothing wrong with saying that it's about balancing it in a way that's going to help you continue to show up in the very best way that you can and that's what helps you to stop self-sabotaging so um say for example you are really wanting to get representation or you want to get a new agent or you want to um you know approach some different people within your industry and you're coming at it in the back of your mind every time you send an email you think oh they're not going to work with you anyway they don't think i'm not good enough for that agency because you know you've added a layer of weight to the agent that you're writing to or to the uh, the writer that you're writing to or the director that you're writing to or the casting director you're writing to or the coach you're writing to or whoever it is that industry person in your field that you respect you've added this weight and this load to them or you see them as a bigger thing and you're like this tiny little dot in the picture of that world and they're massive because they're like top of their game and they've got this reputation and so what and at the back of my mind if you go to write an email and you're like well they're not going to want to work with me anyway because you know they're that person that's united and I'm just this person here that's not going to give you the energy behind the email and it's about being aware of those thoughts that are going into your head at the same time of making those choices because that's also going to help you to stop self-sabotaging sometimes it might be that you're like oh well fuck it pardon my French I'm just going to write whatever and I don't care that's an element of self-sabotage too because actually every time you put yourself out in the world you're putting an element you're putting a vision or a version of you in into the atmosphere so however you're writing however you're describing yourself however you're talking about yourself that is an element of a, a belief that's within you if you're writing emails from the, a place of I don't really believe in myself you'll be like oh I'm really sorry that I'm writing to you already your email is starting with an apology or this sense of you don't deserve to be there I think it's particularly challenging as creatives and entrepreneurs to say this is who I am and I'm going to stand truly proud and tall in that and here I am and if you don't like it that's cool maybe it's not the right time to work together maybe you don't deserve me you don't have to say that to them obviously so that you are actually building that sense that you are as much you have as much value as the person that you respect and of course obviously there are people that you know there's going to be coaches that are like way more experienced than me for example 
there's gonna be actors obviously that are way more experienced than me but at the end of the day I still hold space for myself within this world that I'm existing in and the same goes for you so it's important that wherever you see yourself in the picture of your industry you give yourself as much value as you are giving to other people and that's going to really help you avoid self-sabotaging and self-sabotage I think will be completely unique to you. Sometimes it depends on the situations that you're putting yourself in. Are you putting yourself into situations that you're not comfortable in repeatedly so that you have proof that you're not good in those situations because you don't feel comfortable in them? And so self-sabotage as well is when you're repeatedly finding proof of why you're not good enough for a situation or why you're not good enough for a job or why you're not good enough to achieve the goals that you want to achieve or why you're not good enough to go and do that marathon even though you really want to you know, whatever it is. And it's because we have those expectations on identity, those expectations on outcomes, that we don't, there's like a disconnect between what you want and where you see yourself right now. And it's about combining those things together so that you can embody everything you need to be at that end goal. Absolutely, you're gonna learn along the way. It's not like you can, you know, it's not like we walk out of, well, maybe you do if you're on a BA at a great drama school, walk out of drama school straight into the rooms of, you know, the top 10 agents in town that was a really bad example because there are people that do that but at the end of the day that doesn't happen to the majority and so but that doesn't mean that it won't happen it doesn't mean it can't happen it doesn't mean that you don't deserve it to happen there are so many factors that come into play in this world that we live in in the creative industries as an entrepreneur as a business owner as a coach whatever it is that are out of your control you might just not have been in the right performance mode that day you might not have had the right agent in the audience you might not have written the slightly best phrased email it doesn't matter it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen it doesn't mean that it's not possible it just means that okay that was a step towards where you want to go and it doesn't mean that you're not worth it it doesn't mean that you're not capable it doesn't mean that you need to go and hide under the covers although sometimes to avoid self-sabotage sometimes we do need to say okay I'm just gonna I'm, I need to order a pizza tonight and I need to have a glass of wine and I'm just gonna hang out with my partner or by myself and to also you know especially I think if you have been through a tough breakup or you're in a life change a curveball of your life right now it can be very easy to continually self-sabotage to think well this is my life and it's never going to get better and actually sometimes you just need comfort and I think comfort is different to self-sabotage it's just that when the comfort becomes a repetition a repetition and it's repeated behavior or it's outlandish behavior that's repeated then that is self-sabotage so for me for example you know I would I, I could probably say that I had a bit of a challenging time like that with comfort food eating and alcohol where I'd go one extreme I wouldn't drink I wouldn't do anything I'd kind of be exercising really well I'd be quite restrictive with food and then at weekends in any social situations I was at I couldn't control myself around alcohol so I would drink too much because I probably didn't feel very comfortable in social situations. I definitely didn't after my divorce. I'd get a bit drunk. I'd also comfort eat because I felt so full of guilt and shame the next day. Or at night time, I would do that because I'd been so restrictive during the day. And there's a difference. I was reading, the, you know, the difference between comfort eating and binge eating. It's, it's important to identify that as humans, we do eat for comfort sometimes. And that's different from binging where you've got that cycle where you physically can't stop. And maybe there's also other patterns of behavior that come in like bulimia and things. And that's not what I'm here to kind of help with. If you if you identify as having a binge eating um, problem or uh, challenge, then I would definitely recommend seeking out some support. Um, Amelia Thompson is someone you can follow on Instagram. She's kind of leading field with psych psychology and eating disorder behavior. 
um, especially in, in fitness, actually. But, you know, it's relevant for um, for this world that we live in. Um, and Emma's story as well, I think it is, um, you know, these kind of practitioners who really talk openly about that relationship with food. And I like that's what I do, too. And I do believe that self-sabotage and our relationship with food are very can be very, very linked. Um, so that, you know, that relationship where you are constantly comforting with food, where you've where you've kind of not seen the results that you want to physically or in your professional life and you are numbing every single challenging emotion with food. That's a challenge. I, I would I would say that, that could potentially be a moment of self-sabotage because you're holding yourself back from being truly seen. And I think this whole concept of being seen and heard and valued as you are links into this as well, because when you feel confident in yourself to be seen, heard and valued as you are, the likelihood to self-sabotage decreases because you you become more able to realise that actually any mistakes you make do not mean, mean you're the worst person in the world. When your career isn't going quite as you, as you want, it doesn't mean that you are never going to get there. Likewise, when moments start to challenge and scare you, you can, be, you can build that deeper sense of belief in yourself so that you can push through and break through and that's what this you know this the, the program that I have now with one-to-one -one is really helping you to um, identify those mindset blocks that keep you safe that do self-sabotage that do kind of stop you from saying yes I'm gonna go for that bigger job opportunity yes I'm gonna really put my personal life first yes I really want to earn great money um, and so it's about identifying as well the thoughts that are coming in that you have, any limiting beliefs that say you don't deserve it, any limiting beliefs that are repeating in your head about how other people are better than you. And um, that, like we were saying about the concept of size and weight and value in yourself, it's about exploring your world and exploring the perceptions of, that you have of everyone around you and also knowing and noticing when your body starts to say, whoa, hold on. You know, you're starting to feel too good here. This You don't deserve to feel this good. Let's go back and just, I don't know why. It's really annoying that you kind of have to use junk food as a, as an example. But generally, you know, with comfort eating, it is those those foods that, that are highly calorific and, and highly satiable. Um, but it doesn't mean that they're bad. It's just that they are the foods that we go to for comfort. So when, for example, you've been trying to get fit and strong and maybe you have been trying to lose weight or you have been trying to get a, a better balance with food and to feel less in control by food, but more in control of food, and you're starting to feel really, really, really good. And then you're like, oh, but hang on, this is too good. I'm going to go back to what I've known. There is a There is a shift there that you can push through to say, no, I want to keep going here. I want to keep feeling this good. I deserve to keep feeling this good. I deserve to get the attention that I'm getting. Sometimes we get very unnerved when we start to look after ourselves more and we get more attention because your energy's improved. You perhaps look, you just look better. You look healthier maybe, better in inverted commas always because of our concept. Obviously beauty is whatever you want to see it as. But in terms of the energy and the presence and the way that you walk out your house, you might be walking out differently to how you walked out of your house six months ago. You might be getting more people talking to you. You might be getting more opportunities at work. And it's about saying, right, I'm getting these opportunities now. I deserve them rather than freaking out and being like, oh, I need to go and hide and, and feel safe. And I'm going to do all the things that help me stay safe. All those habits, all those self-sabotaging choices that keep me just where I am. Because then you're like, ah, oh, but I want to move forward. And then you get this push-pull, push-pull all the time of the things you want to do versus the things that are kind of keeping you back and holding you safe. And so it's really about understanding that, you know, you have the capability to keep pushing through and it's about identifying the thoughts that make you think you need to stay where you are so that you can stop feeling stuck. So, you know... 
if you're not getting the jobs that you want, for example, that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. What I would suggest is that maybe have a look at your choices and your actions and your behaviours and whether there is anything there that might actually be holding you back and keeping you stuck. Is it that the lack of jobs that you're getting has knocked your confidence? You found that you're drinking a bit more, you're eating slightly more kind of fast food type of stuff. It's making you feel sluggish. It's not making you feel very good. And that is feeding a cycle of thoughts that says, well, you're not good enough for the job anyway, because look at Florence Pugh, you know, or whatever it is. And you're comparing yourself to someone who's 10 years down the line. And that's just not a worthy comparison. And instead of using it as a comparison, you can say, actually, that's really inspiring. And they've, you know, they've built that career. And that's what I want. And I'm going to do something every single day to, to help me move towards that. Because ultimately, we have very little control about the outcomes of our career. But we do have also, conversely, a lot of control. You do have a lot of control. You have that control with your health and your well-being and how you see yourself and the world that you're building around you. Even with your finances, you have that control. Obviously, not always is it that simple with money. But I would say that there are ways of using your perception to your advantage. And so it's about also using your thoughts and your using your approach to um, how you deal with emotion to help you. So it is about facing up to your emotions, writing out all those things perhaps that you're feeling that are very uncomfortable. Get them out of you, write them down, get clear on why you don't believe, you don't think you deserve the things that you want. What is it that's holding you back? Um, often we'll say we're, we're holding ourselves back but how what are you doing why are you doing it what is why are you deciding to because there will be something in there and it's not that you're at fault it's that you'll be having thoughts and beliefs that are trying to also have a good outcome for you that whole concept that every single part of you has a good intention there'll be something in there that's kind of keeping you a little bit stuck maybe there's a bit of judgment maybe there's a little bit of well you shouldn't go and earn lots of money because that's bad what are you thinking that's actually keeping you stuck where you are right now? Um, and what do you actually want? How much of what you're, you perceive you want is true? Get very clear on what it is that you do want. If you're not someone that actually wants to um, go to the gym and lift weights, then what do you want to do? Because that's going to be the thing that helps you to stop self-sabotaging as well. That's going to be the thing that helps you to continue getting what you want so that you can feel how you want and ultimately get the jobs that you want. In a dream world, of course, we would go out there and get all the jobs that we want, all the clients that we want, and it'd be easy peasy. And that's just, there is, I mean, firstly, that's not life, um, but it can also be life because it's about the perception of it. And I think we can really push ourselves into the ground here sometimes when you're trying so, so, so hard and you're not quite getting what you want. And so that effort is just draining you because you're trying to do it in too short a time frame or you're trying to do something that isn't achievable right now or you're trying to do it at a time when lots of other things are not in your favour and by seeing all those things you can say okay well how can I best look after myself in this given situation so that I can be in the best place when that perfect opportunity comes along or that opportunity or that email that I send I'm sending it with that full-on belief and then it doesn't matter what the outcome is. That's just like the cherry on the cake. That's the extra step because you've built that deeper resilience and that deeper self-belief so that whatever has happened outside of your control, you still feel amazing. And that self-sabotage then becomes less and it becomes more manageable until you hit your next mindset shift or your next mindset glass ceiling block where you're like, oh gosh, here's another one. Right, we're going to push through another limiting belief. We're going to push through another reason I don't think I deserve what I really want. Or oh, that feels a bit scary, actually. It feels quite big. Let's try and shrink the size of it. Let's try and reduce the weight of it. Let's try and change the perception of the money that's attached to it so it doesn't feel so daunting, it doesn't feel so intimidating, so that you feel like you are 
of an equal size, an equal match to whatever is in front of you. Um, and getting really honest about where we're, where you might be setting yourself up for failure. When it comes to fitness and health and nutrition, for example, I would really say, really look at it as a lifestyle, really look at it as a way of how am I going to set myself up so that every week, you know, when I go and exercise, I do it for pure joy because of how it makes me feel. What can I do that's going to help me do that for the long term? When it comes to food, what can I do that's easy, simple, that helps keep me satiated, that helps me get a really decent amount of nutrition in whilst also allowing me to enjoy all the foods that I love, whilst also maintaining great energy, as best sleep as possible, and having a digestion that feels like it's kind of ticking over nicely. Um, and if you don't know these things as well, learn about it, seek it out. We don't know what we don't know. And so knowledge is power in that respect. And it's not about restriction. It's not about having good or bad or right or wrong. It's about finding that brilliant balance that's going to work for you. That's exciting because you get to decide that. And that's why cookie cutter programs are not always very good because they don't hone in on you and your needs. So you get to choose that. You get to spend that time asking yourself these questions so that you get the answers that you need to be able to go out there as your best self and stop self-sabotaging and book the jobs and live your life and your personal life as you want it to kind of feel and look like and sound like. And what is the most important thing for you in this moment of your life? If it is work and you are struggling with work, what can you do to best place yourself in your work environment? So by that, I mean, if you are really, really, really trying to get new clients or get more auditions or sign with a new agent or whatever it is, and you're struggling and it's starting to really frustrate you, what is going to be the best thing that you can do for it to not frustrate you, for you to still feel like you're enjoying it, for you to still feel like you've got the energy for it? Is it actually to take a break? Is it to go and have a glass of wine with your mates? Is it to go and have a coffee by yourself? Is it to say, actually, I need to not drink for a couple of weeks. I've oh, I've been doing that for every day for like a couple of months now and uh, I don't actually think I'm feeling that good as a result. So you get super accountable as well. And that's great too. There's like the power then is in your hands so that when it does come to connecting back to writing to people or to putting yourself out there, whether it is from building your coaching business or running your business or being on social media or writing to people, you're writing from a place of pure joy and passion rather than, oh God, I'm doing this because I have to and it's not going to get me anywhere anyway. You know, just notice how even like every time I, you know, that shift in energy, I've sunk in my chair again. So even just exploring how your body reacts to the thoughts you have gives you so much information about you and what's important to you. And try where you can to take away the shoulds of society, the shoulds of people around you, the shoulds of your family, the shoulds of everyone that is telling you what to do. I know it's not that simple and we have to balance the ecology of your life. We, you know, you need to balance what's, you know, your partner, your children, if you have them, your friends, your social life. But at the very core of it, if you're not happy, you're going to continue to self-sabotage. You're going to continue to make the choices that make you feel like crap. So, and that just really rinse your confidence once and for all. So how do you want to show up in the world and how can you show up in the world with your very, very best self, taking away all those external things that you cannot control Focus in on the things that you can control. Get very clear on your thoughts about yourself. Get very clear on the fears that you have. Get very clear on your perception of things. Oh, that actually, I've made that agent. I don't know why I've used agents today. I think it's because I've started considering it with my career again. Um, maybe you've made that agent massive and you see yourself like a tiny dot or you feel like it clouds your vision when you think of them. And 
you just don't know where you would fit in or whether there's actually a realization that that's an end goal and there are a couple of steps to get there maybe you have a director you want to work with or a writer you'd like to co-produce with or whatever it is but you need to also believe that if you don't believe that you're you're the right person to work with them now you need to work on that belief that you are the person that they want to work with so that you do keep talking about yourself in a way that is full of like that passion and that um that confidence in yourself because we can get very shy about it you know what do you do i'm an actor that can for some of you is what was for me the hardest thing to say it would always come out with it if i was ever asked what i did i'd be like oh i kind of well i guess i'm kind of like a trainer and i am yeah i uh, well i kind of I'm kind of like trying to be an actor and it comes out like this big apology and it doesn't matter if you're working in inverted commas right now or not you are still the identity of that person that you are wanting to be even if you're not employed as an actor or a writer or a producer you are still that type of person you are still that identity and there is no judgment on that and you know this came up with a client this week where we were exploring identity and we can put a lot of value on on roles in society that have extra weight to them whether it's doctors or lawyers or nurses or whatever it is teachers and so in the creative industry sometimes i think we can be like oh god we work in the creative industries and that's not really doing much to the world especially right now there's a lot going on and so it's actually saying well actually within the bigger picture of the world my my work as a creative has a lot of value my work as an entrepreneur has a lot of value i'm doing a lot of great things here and I'm going to do whatever I can with the money that I earn. I really want to earn good money. I feel really bad about that because there's a lot of people that don't have much money. But I'm going to do great things when I earn that money. I'm going to do great things to support other people. I'm going to do great things to make change socially when I have these um, aspects in my life. And I'm going to actually start feeding those bits in now to help me feel good about what I'm doing. And all of those aspects will help you to stop self-sabotaging because you'll feel less guilty about yourself, you'll have less shame, you'll feel less like you're capable and instead you'll feel more aware of what you want, you'll feel more conscious and become more conscious of the things that you're doing that might be holding you back, that might be keeping you safe. You'll become more aware of what you truly do desire to, to be um, with your career and in your personal life and you'll also become truly accountable for your behaviours and your actions and your choices and sometimes that does come with a hard road. After my divorce, I had to face up to a lot of stuff and it was super, super, super challenging. But that facing up to myself has become one of the best things I've ever done. And it, I'd say be patient because sometimes we need to kind of go through these self-sabotaging cycles to then get out the other side. But I would say if you're stuck in it, that's not very nice. And I'm not saying you need to stay in it. I'm saying let's help you get out of it by becoming more aware of what you want, who you are and who you want to be so that you can take the steps to become that person and live your very, very best thriving life personally and professionally. Whew, I feel like that was like caffeine induced podcast today, even though I've not had that much caffeine. But I hope that helps. I find this topic so, like so fascinating. And this is all about pushing through those mindset blocks that you will repeatedly hit in your career and your personal life. And it's about being aware of them so you can work through them so that you can have that compassion for yourself when times get a little bit like you know, that confidence does dip a little bit. So you've got that inner self-belief to say, right, okay, what are we going to do to manage this to move forwards? I still really want to go for those big goals. That's fine. Let's, what do I need to do to get there? What do I need to do to look after myself? What do I need to do to best put me in the position so that when I walk out that door tomorrow, I am going to feel the very best version of myself that I can be. And day by day that builds and that builds and that builds. And one day you'll be on set or on like working with the people that you dreamed of working with or with a client base that you've dreamed of filling. And you'll be able to say, I did it.
I really, really did it. And every day it's important that you do that. Every day it's important that you say, I am doing it. I am doing it today. I'm looking after my health. I'm doing the best I can. I'm getting the rest that I need. I'm, I'm learning as much as I can. I'm giving myself the break when I need to. And I am doing my best. And then that is going to help you in those moments where you just want to pack it all in, quit, order a Domino's and sink a bottle of wine. They're fine every now and then. But if that's become a lifestyle, then that's challenging and that can feel very miserable. So it's about finding the balance. What brings you joy? What helps you to keep moving forwards alongside where do you want and need potentially to pull back to uh, to create a little bit of discipline, to, to, to create potentially a little bit of sacrifice to get the things that you want. And in those moments, sacrifice is no longer a sacrifice. It's just pure joy and empowerment of actually saying, wow, OK, I have that control. So thank you for tuning in. Please do like, share, rate and review. Come and follow us on Instagram at Club Thrive underscore. Uh, come and follow me if you'd like at Kate Sterling One. But mainly do give the podcast a rate, a review and a share this week. I'd be really grateful. Go and send this out there for all your friends and family who could benefit from it. Um, all your colleagues, you know, we are a team in a global sense in that respect. The ripple effect is real. And I'm sending you a massive you can do it high five cheesy cheerleader hug embrace whatever you need to remember that you are truly worth it you have so much value and the world wants and needs to see it okay have a great week and i will speak to you soon bye